Welcome to Sheepdog Nation podcast, the only place on the internet where law enforcement and their families can come to be understood, supported, and stood up for. Here's your host, the always entertaining, down-to-earth, yet-in-your-face truth speaker and Leo herself, Autumn Schmidt. What's up, Sheepdog Nation? Happy to have you here. Welcome to another podcast with your host, me, and I'm so excited uh, to have you here. So today, what we're going to talk about is we're going to be talking about building morale. Um, and so a lot of you might be sitting here like, yeah, Autumn, you know, I work the beat, I'm not a supervisor, I'm just, you know, just a cop, just an officer on the road. And uh, and the truth is, is that's fine, but y- you can start today. You can start right now. I think that, um, I think leadership in law enforcement has been lost. I think that the leadership or lack thereof um, ha- is something that we need to work on and we all have to start working on it right now. This is something that you're going to take and you're going to apply starting right this minute. Um, building morale and building community. I, I've really, I found my own little um, uh, equation. What do I call it? Like my own little, I, I guess we'll say equation for it. Um, oh, formula. I was um, outlining a, a training I'd like to do. Um, I'm looking at doing some virtual and in-person trainings on building community and morale. So if that's something that you or you think that your agency might be interested in, please contact me because I'd really like to be able to offer that. Um, but anyways, and so I was outlining, I was building my outline today and the formula that I came up with was trust plus community plus fun equals, you know, high morale. And and what do I mean by that? I think that, you know, we really need to go back to the basics and we need to learn how to trust one another again. And sometimes this can be hard, you know, sometimes it can be really hard. Like we've done stupid shit to one another, stabbed each other in the back, went to the supervisor about something, who knows, lied, whatever, whatever the hell it might be. Um, you know, people do dumb shit, you know, after talking to some of the experts that I've had the opportunity to talk to while interviewing on this podcast, you know, there's a lot, um, I've learned about stress and mindset and sleep deprivation and how that kind of all adds into, you know, a police officer and how that affects us, right? And and that's definitely not an excuse, but it does play into it. And I think that, you know, taking a look at that and understanding and and being in your shoes because, it, you know, hello, I'm a cop too and I used to work full-time, now part-time, but um, I used to work full time, and and so you know, you full time beat officers. I completely understand exactly what you're talking about, and and what you're going through. And I know what it feels like not to be able to trust anybody and feel like everyone's out to get you. And I know what that's like. And I remember where you know, feeling like that. And 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 while I'd see all the other guys pulled up car to car, you know, with other people, I'm like working by myself. I'm you know, you know, stopping a ton of cars all by myself and doing interdiction all by myself. And like, it was dangerous and it is what it is, but I didn't trust anybody. Okay. And the bottom line is whether that was right or wrong, or you can sit here and go, well, they did it themselves. Yeah, they did. But I, I succumbed to that too. And, and that's what I'm going to tell you is I'm not, you know, you, you're succumbing to that too. And we don't trust other people and people who, um, cause us not to trust them. I understand, and I'm not making you wrong. I, I want you to hear me out. I want you to hear my, this idea before you judge it. 
you know, and I'm not saying that you should go and trust everybody. Please don't misunderstand. I'm not miss fucking walking in a field of fucking daisies around here. I get it. I know there's people who you literally cannot trust. But as far as the job goes, I think that we need to, as patrol officers and as supervisors, we need to step out and be leaders. Now, you can be a leader if you're a rookie. You can be a leader if you've had five, 10 years on. You can be a leader if you're not a corporal, not a sergeant, not a supervisor. You can, As you step into the role of being a police officer, you're already a leader in society and you need to know that. And maybe you're not ready. You know, Maybe you weren't ready for that. Maybe nobody told you you were going to be a leader, but I have news for you. You are a leader. You are a leader in society, whether you like it or not. You are somebody who people look up to. They look up to you, especially in times of chaos. You're a sheepdog. You're a warrior. And that's what people, you know, that's what people are looking up to you for, as well as your coworkers. You know, so how do we, so how do we take my equation? How do we take my formula and how do we apply it? How do, how do we trust one another again? And the only thing that I can come up with and I have sat here all day long as I'm writing this training, I'm trying to figure it out. Like the only thing I can come up with is that you've got to train together and you've got to spend time together. That's it. So what does that mean? It means taking your entire shift, your entire section, your entire whatever, however you guys work, your unit and training, go and do training. I know that on the midnights, And I know that on like um, second shift, like um, at the end of second shift when it wasn't so busy, um, you we would have time to go and train. We go clear buildings together, um, and we would do high risk traffic stops together, and we would train. We would train for what we would do on a two person OUI, and we would train for what we would do on a two person interdiction stop, and we would, you know, we would train together. We would go over defensive tactics stuff together. I did that a lot, especially with my FTOs, you know, like when I was training. But I'd incorporate guys from my shift so that we could all do it together. And, And because if there's one thing I know about type A alphas, like all of us, right, we love to hear ourselves talk. Let's be honest. We do. And so, you know, incorporating people because, you know, everybody that you work with, they have their own area of expertise, right? Like I'm sure they're a mess in some different, you know, areas such as you probably are too, you know, certain things were never my cup of tea. I can tell you getting a bat out of a house was never my cup of tea. Yes, I had to do that. (laughs) Um, Picking up a dead cat in the middle of the road. Oh my God. I, I literally would have to call for backup on that. Won't even lie. Thank God. I'll never forget this officer. He backed me up on that one night. <laughs> he didn't even, it was the best thing ever. You know, some things like that, that just wasn't, I just, that really just wasn't my thing. Um, but other things were, right? And and how do we know that, you guys? How do we figure that out? Is we work together and we train together and we figure out what our team's strength and what our team's weaknesses are. And then we try to complement one another. But I think, you know, training together, you you start to build that trust again. You start to, you know, understand where that person's coming from. When you see their weakness, instead of rubbing it in their face, instead of picking on them and teasing them constantly, why don't you help them out? Like, listen, I I know how it is as a police officer. Oh my God, the moment I went 10-8, I just started getting picked on. 
like straight up just teased and picked on. And I know a lot of that goes to show that's how they like you. And that's no problem. And I understand the culture. But you need to ask yourself, you know, as a leader, even if you are a rookie, and even if you're not a rookie, it doesn't matter. As a leader, why don't you step in and be the change here? Yes, picking on each other and having a good time, that's one thing. But the constant fucking nagging, constant, you know, just throwing people into the ground, it's bullshit. And, and you know, you guys, we're all we have. We, we don't have a lot of us. Um, nobody is signing up to be officers anymore. We know the, the reasons go on and on and on. But the truth is, is we need to start to really take care of our own. We really do. We are in a place and a time where we need to start making a change. And the change, we cannot sit around and wait for the administration to make this change, okay? Sheepdog Nation, because they won't. They're just a few years out from retiring. They don't have their entire career ahead of them like you do. And I don't want you to sit here and get that negative mindset that a lot of cops have of, oh, well, fuck them. I can't do anything. It's just me. If that was the case, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. Okay. Like, let me, let me just snap you back into reality. Do you think for one second it's easy? Do you think it's easy every day to be doing, creating some episode, speaking, being completely vulnerable, literally speaking from my heart, putting it out and hoping the hell people give a shit? Do you know how hard that is? You know how hard it is to, to try to build some business and try to go out and try to help law enforcement and try to, you know, be a, be a speaker and host seminars. And do you know how hard it is to, you know, I'm reaching out, um, doing life coaching for police officers, looking to get into departments. And I mean, do you understand how hard that is? I am literally all by myself, literally all by myself. And there is nobody paving the way for me. And I'm telling you that if I had a negative mindset of, well, it's just me and how am I going to make a difference? I wouldn't be here and you wouldn't be listening to me. And if I, if I told you that I never wanted to quit, I'd be lying. And I, if I told you that I never had those thoughts, the same exact thoughts that you have of, you know, fuck that. What is she talking about? Like, I'm not, it's, you know, I don't need to do this. It's just me. What kind of effect can I have? You know, if I didn't have those same thoughts, I'd be lying. Of course, we all have them. You're normal if you have them. But a sheepdog and a true warrior overcomes those negative mindsets, okay, and those negative thoughts. And we move forward and we move forward fast and with strength and we just do it. We just power through and that's it, okay? And that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to be the leader, to step out, to do to do things differently, okay, and and be there and and train, okay, and train with your section, train with your shift, do things on duty with your families with your shift, do things, I mean off duty, and do things off duty like just as a shift, do things. And when I say as a shift, there needs to be zero clicks, okay. Now listen, I know what it's like to be the odd girl left out. Because on every single one of my shifts, except one, I was the only female. And so when everyone would get together, what would happen? Well, all the spouses would be sitting together and then there would be me. 
where do I go? What do I do? And so, you know what, eventually I didn't get invited because the guys didn't know what to do. They didn't want to make me feel bad. But what made me feel even worse was not getting invited. And so there should be no clicks. Okay. You guys are looking to build camaraderie. It's just like a sports team. Now let me give it to you in this perspective, right? You know, like a sports team, like we're going to use Tom Brady because that's my team and he's my boy and Edelman, right? They've trained so hard together and so long together and so many times. Tom doesn't even have to wonder where any of those guys are going to be or where Edelman's going to be or any of that. He doesn't have to wonder. He knows. He knows exactly how every one of his guys operates. He knows where they're going. He knows how quickly it's going to take them for them to get there. They, you know, he knows all of it down to a science. Never wonders. Okay. They spend a ton of time together on, you know, while they're playing, they spend a ton of time practicing and then they all spend a ton of time together you know, when they're off and this builds the community and builds the morale, but also it builds these relationships so that you just trust them. It doesn't mean you have to like them as a person. I'm not asking you to like everybody that you work with as a person. I'm really not even asking you to think of them as like your second family. Although at some time, someday, I hope we can get back to the brother and the sisterhood and the thick blue line. I really hope we can. But today, that's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm just asking you to help build the morale back up in, in your shift for the better, for the better of you, for the better of the agency, for the better of your coworkers and for the public. Because here's what I know. I know that when cops are happy, we, we're way more productive, right? You know that when you're happy, you'll go out and stop 20 cars in a shift and you won't even think about it. You'll go out, you'll do your interdiction, you'll get your OUIs, you will do the best job, you'll crush it because you're happy. And those nights that you're not happy, you ain't doing shit. You're doing what you have to do and you're taking your calls and that's it, right? The difference between, you know, a salty veteran and a rookie, right? I'm asking you to not fall into that. And I'm asking you to do something that's out of the box. Of course, this is out of the box. Of course, not this takes work. And like, of course, not a lot of people want to do this. And I'm not telling you that you're even going to see the effects after doing this for the first week or two. It takes time. It compounds. But don't forget, you're a part of the team. You're a part of a team. You have a very important, you know, team and you guys all play a huge role and, you know, we're all we have. So build that morale, build them community back up, start within your shift and then that will trickle out and everybody will become motivated if you can, if you can just be the leader if you can just do something different, okay? Do something different for once. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Stand out, be a leader, have fun, make the game, make the make the job a game and have fun. Go out and and see who can crush it. Go out and you know, have a have a competition. Okay, go out and do have fun again. Do things. Be safe. Train, train, train together. I'm telling you, train together as much as possible because that's how you're going to learn each other's weaknesses and that's how you're going to learn each other's strengths. And when you find somebody who's got a weakness, instead of driving them into the ground, help them out and be a true leader and lift them up. If this podcast meant anything to you tonight or whenever you listen to it, but I'm recording it late, please share this out. Um, because I think that it's important. I think it's extremely important. Um, I want you guys to know that I am 
opening up some, I'm going to be opening up some life coaching slots. Um, and it's going to be, I I don't have a set price. It's going to be, um, a pay what you can thing because I want to, I want to change as many lives as I can. And so, um, if you're interested, if you're like, yeah, I could definitely use a life coach, you know, somebody who's been in the industry, I've been life coaching for the last two years. I've been a cop. I was full-time for seven. Um, just got back on part-time because as you may or may not know, I did have to medically retire from full-time duty. And, um, and you know, and to be honest, um, I still life coach every single day. People, officers, law enforcement, first responders reach out to me daily. And so um, I've been inspired to do something I've never done before ever. And I'm telling you, it breaks all the business rules. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to um, open up a few slots. I'm not going to be able to open up a ton, but I'm going to open up a few slots. Um, We'll meet together once a month and um, once or twice a month and for life coaching. And um, and we'll go from there and we'll see how that we'll see how that works. Okay. If you're interested in that, reach out to me. If you are interested or you think your police department would be interested in having um, me conduct a training, maybe on this subject, maybe on um, a different one, please reach out to me, email me, get at me on Instagram. Um, and if you are not following me on Instagram, it's at the lady sheepdog, come hang out with me and um, I will see you next time. Thanks, Sheepdog Nation. And that was another episode of Sheepdog Nation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and let us know by giving us a rating. If you have questions that you want answered by Autumn in the podcast, submit it by going to the link in the show notes. As always, stay safe and watch your six.